Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. So this is Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald, and I have got, I have, well, calm down, it's okay. I have to tell you, I met the most incredible person last week, um, because I, I do a lot of the uh, the podcasts, and I um, people come to me, and most of the time I reach out to them. A gentleman by the name of Trevor uh, reached out to me and said, you know, there's a gal by the name of Michelle Blood who I think would be a perfect fit for your show, and boy, was he right. She is something that uh, I, I'm very pleased we line up perfectly. She's an awesome lady. She's a tremendous singer, and she's got a um, a couple of programs that you may and you should be very interested in, or you could be if you chose to be very interested in. And so, I'd like to welcome Michelle Blood to the show. Michelle, hey, g'day, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that introduction was good enough. Oh, it was wonderful. It was really wonderful. And I've been really looking forward to this uh, whole hour and a half with Kevin McDonald. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to make me blush. Going to make me blush. It's, I, when we first met, and I did some research, but I didn't do a tremendous amount um, because you've got so much, which is why we were scheduled for an hour, but I really felt like we needed to do more than that. So that's, that's why I wanted to have you on, uh, for the full hour and a half. We're going to take calls. We're going to, uh, uh, have you help people understand their vibrational level and how to raise it so that they can do stuff. But let's start with talking about, I don't know, there may be somebody who's listening who is totally unaware of something called the secret hard to find those people because it was such a success when it came out can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the secret um well bob proctor that i've worked with for oh gosh 30 years um he was asked to go onto the secret since you were five (laughs) thank you very much yes yes when I was five anyway so uh but I wasn't actually uh, involved in the secret myself it's just that Rhonda Burns who did the secret she had bought every one of my products books audio books every cd anything I ever had five years before the secret so I think my contribution was giving her studying all of the material that I did with Bob Proctor Awesome. And and you met Bob Proctor after you had a life-changing event in your life. Tell us about what happened to you. Well, first of all, tell us about your singing career way down under in in Aussie land and and what you were doing then and then and then the life-changing event. Okay. Well, it's a pretty unique story as you would remember Kevin all these years we've known each other since last week. <laughs> Feels- <laughs> Feels like years, though, which is wonderful. (laughs) It does. So I'd been a professional singer my entire life, and uh, I had a 
eventually, you know, many, I formed many, many rock bands, but eventually got this fantastic group of fellas to work with me and we had great success, uh, eventually had great success around Australia, touring and, um, you know, between three to maybe 6,000 people, depending on the size of the venue every night. We recorded songs that we wrote, did videos, everything was going great and we were killing it. You know, my life was wonderful. I loved it. It was a very hard life because you've got to travel for miles in between each town because uh, Australia is such a huge country with small population. And it was interesting because I was the manager of the band. I co-wrote the songs, uh, hired the road crew, got the trucks together. So it was a huge amount of work for me, plus I was the lead singer. But it was worth it all because when you're doing what you love to do, all the rest of the hard work, so people would just say, oh, Michelle just has fun, especially my parents. They'd be like, she just has fun. She just gets on stage and sings every night. They have no idea <laughs> how hard it is. But I, I loved doing it. But then one night uh, as we were driving home, we'd been driving about 12 hours and I was with the truck driver this particular night and he fell asleep behind the wheel just got too tired. It was winter. He had the heater on and I was crushed from all the musical equipment that came right through from the truck into the passenger side. And I was in the hospital for many, many months with many long operations, the longest being 17 and a half hours. And the doctor said, you know, um, if you do survive this, you probably will if you do walk again, if you survive it, if you get to walk again, you'll have many strange things going on and you won't be able to do anything that you could before. You'll have severe limitation. And so this depressed me because this is, I'm, you know, part of it's not just being a singer, it was being an entertainer. First time I was on TV, I was only five, you know. So this was all I knew. I loved it. And I couldn't imagine not doing my crazy stunts on stage and cartwheels and, you know, when I was entertaining people. So... I was very, very depressed and felt a little suicidal, in fact, because I couldn't imagine what I was going to do because just singing isn't the whole 360 degrees of being the entertainer that I was. And so people seeing this usual, this person who was usually very perky and happy being depressed, so they started bringing me in tapes to listen to. That's how long ago it was, children. <laughs> tapes to listen to and I couldn't move to turn off the tapes which was very very frustrating because I didn't want to hear all this positivity and because it didn't match my frequency my energy frequency was very low and when you're not resonating with uh, that frequency whether it's a happy frequency you you resonate with whatever frequency you're in and my frequency was low so I would hate these tapes I would just hate the people bringing them in and and I couldn't turn them off. However, I am so grateful to these people because one of the tapes was Napoleon Hill speaking from his book, Think and Grow Rich. Actually, it was Earl Nightingale. And those of you who know Earl Nightingale's voice, it's a deep, resonant voice, very famous radio personality and positive thinker. And so I loved listening to his voice because I always loved the timbre of the sound of someone's tone. And... He was talking about all these really, really successful entrepreneur, male entrepreneurs in the 20s in America, Henry Ford and all these other people, and why would I be interested in them? <laughs> you know, 
why would that change? I was all, I didn't need to be self-motivated. I'd been motivated my entire life, you know? Yeah. You wanted to build cars or something. (laughs) So the thing that gave me my spiritual epiphany and changed the course of my life was when Napoleon Hill, they were talking about how he healed his son. His little baby infant son was born with no hearing. And so he would go into his little son's nursery every night and whisper, you can hear perfectly. You are healthy. You are happy. You are successful. You are, you know, just saying all these wonderful things. You can hear me. You can hear everyone perfectly. And his son went on to, before he even started kindergarten, he went on to have 30% of his hearing. And Napoleon Hill refused to teach, have him taught sign language or anything, put him in a normal hearing school. And the kid ended up getting most of his hearing back and went on to be a very successful entrepreneur in the hearing aid industry, you know. And uh, and I thought, okay, auto-suggestion, affirmations, I'm going to do it for myself. And so I made an affirmation up. I said, I am healed. I know I am. And because of the fact I wasn't healed and I didn't know I was and the doctors were saying you never will be completely healed. So I thought, great, that's the perfect affirmation. It's an absolute fabrication <laughs> of the truth and uh and then I said I love myself I am my friend I thought I'd add that because I wanted to have some more self-love to feel more positive and because I wasn't feeling positive so I thought I've got the perfect affirmation but he said you have to emotionalize it because otherwise you know as the neuroscientists have proven now we have this short-term memory and many of the things if we don't emotionalize uh, and don't really feel uh, a situation or something that's said, well, it doesn't go into our subconscious mind. It doesn't stay there as a seed. That is why when you have read a newspaper or watch the, you know, it's only something that's sensationalized that makes you feel something that you remember because it goes into the subconscious mind. So I was doing this affirmation for two days and I didn't feel any better emotionally. And so I just said, oh, this is BS, forget it. I'm not into all this stuff. It's woo-woo. <laughs> and so a few days later, I literally, the light came on. The light came on in my consciousness. And I was like, oh, my gosh, a, you cannot get a jingle or a song, a pop song out of your head. I'd even written jingles for advertising agencies over the years for extra dosh. <laughs> and so I sang it. I started singing it and I started singing it onto a tape over and over again. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. Over and over again, over and over again. And I just would listen to it over and over again. And so eventually I was healed. I got out of the hospital. I started writing more and more affirmation songs, had my musician friends come into the recording studio we started recording all these affirmation songs. I said, guys, you got to listen to these things over and over again. It's going to make our band very successful. And so uh, I, we weren't intending on releasing these songs. They were just for us, you know, and for my healing. But then some journalists in Australia found out about it and they interviewed me on TV and in rock magazines and normal newspapers and so about this miraculous healing and then – these promoters came to me and they said, we would love you to do your affirmation music at these gigs, these big events that we're putting on for Wayne Dyer, Bob Proctor, Deepak Chopra, Stuart Wilde, Tony Alessandra, Louise Hay, Tony Robbins, 
And I had not heard of any of them except for Tony Robbins because he had an infomercial going back way back then. And and I said, but why? You know, and I was like, I'm not really interested. And they said, well, we'll pay you $5,000 a gig and you can sell all you, your music, all you, your affirmation uh, music. You want to do what? And I was like, you're kidding me. This is a long time ago, right? That was worth a lot. My my entire band would be lucky to make $10,000 a month from gigging. And we had to pay row crew and trucks and everything from that. And then just have a little pittance of wages because in Australia, you don't make a lot of money as a rock band until you've made it overseas because there's just not enough population to sell that many records to. Anyway, so uh, I went on to do it and all of the people that I sang with, you know, the, these famous authors who I'd never heard of before, the one who really, really got excited was Bob Proctor. He just said, you know, I didn't want you to, to do this. When they said we're bringing a singer onto your gigs around right around Australia, he said, because I'm Bob Proctor, why would I need to do that? I, I'm entertainment enough. And so uh, halfway through the first night, he came backstage and he said, you know, I didn't want you to sing. And I was like, well, thank you very much. Nice to meet you too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed and he said, no, I mean, what I'm trying to say is you were fantastic. This is the best thing I've ever heard of. You had the whole audience totally pumped up. You're so tiny and there's all this energy that comes from you, this huge voice. I want you to work with me all over the world. And I ended up doing many, many programs with him, creating new programs producing all of his um, audio programs because I said, they suck, your old audio programs suck. I said, you, the producer didn't even realise when you did a visualisation, it's really quiet and you're there now, count to 10 and then slowly wake up. And then there's another track that comes on. This is Bob Proctor for more audio tapes. <laughs> and I said, have you realised you're going to shock people into a heart attack? He said, really, that's what they did? I said, Yeah. And I said, they're not really good. So then I started writing songs, affirmation songs, and he started writing some with me to go with his message. So action, we'd have an action song. Success, we'd have a success song. Persistence message, we'd have the persistence. We'd write a persistence song. And so I ended up then being asked by promoters all over the world to put on my own events, my own seminars. I ended up doing two to three-day events and talking about all of the things that I had discovered that were – and so I – left Australia, left my band and went on to go deeper and deeper into energy work, if you if you will, meditation and finding my soul, finding what purpose this life was all about and what I could do to be of more purpose to the world. By the way, we are talking with Michelle Blood. If you want to follow along, go to michelleblood.com. We are going to have her for the next whole hour, and we're going to invite you to call in and talk to her about creating positive affirmations for yourself, for the friends around you, so that you can live the life that God determined that that's what you should be living I think I said that right. But in any event, we need to take a quick break and uh, uh, we're going to we're going to continue with Michelle Blood right after this. You're listening to Martha Norwalk's Animal World on KKNW. Easy on the ears. Good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150.
And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World. And uh, Nathan is so is so bright and so perceptive. He figured out that uh, some of you may not have figured out that we've transitioned from what we did in the first hour, which was a interview with John Edward, which was pre-recorded. This interview that we're doing with Michelle Blood is not pre-recorded. We actually have the tiny young soul in, in with us, and she's going to be with us through the eleven o'clock hour. And um, we're setting up. Uh, what I, I believe is going to be a, a tremendous hour of radio, and I hope that you will stay with us and participate with that. If you want to line up now to talk to Michelle about the power of affirmations, about raising your vibration, about raising your energy level and stuff, you can do that by giving us a call and getting lined up right now, 425-373-5527 or toll-free. 888-298-5569. I think that's right. Anyway, so if that, but you can give us a call and uh, you can get lined up for uh, uh, Michelle, who is with us right now. Michelle, it's so, it's, 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 it's such a pleasure for me to, to talk to you, but I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about when you were in, first of all, when you were in the healing process and you were doing so much better, what were your doctors saying? The doctors were saying <laughs> that it was insane. They didn't understand how it could happen. They said, you've got so many bolts and screws put into your body right now. And and um, they said, never, ever walk in high shoes. And I was like, I'm five foot. If And I might be lying about that. I think I'm four foot 11 and a half. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I started walking in high heels and a really weird thing happened. Uh, the doctor, when I went back and I walked into the, you know, this is two months after the hospital with high heels on. He's like, that's impossible. You you know, your back was fractured as well. It's really bad, you know. Anyway, so once they did the x-rays and everything, he said the most miraculous and weird thing happened. You are a weird, weird person. He said, because you've been wearing high heels most of your life, he said, you put these high heels on, it actually helped heal your back, making it straight because that's what your body was used to, wearing high heels. So it was like miracle after miracle. And they said, we're not allowed to say something's miraculous, but your healing really is miraculous. There's, it's just there's no way we can truly understand it. I'll bet going through the airport's fun for you. Yes, it is. They, especially in Japan, they've got really, really strong. They can, that picks up everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm padded down quite a lot. Uh so when I go to Asian countries now, um, you know, because even when you get something from the doctor, the Asian countries don't take any notice of that because they don't, they say that could be forged, you know. So I'm always, you know, given a, a nice caress here and there at the airports. <laughs> Is that a gun in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I was, uh, uh, I've had both my hips replaced. And I've gotten to the point where I, when I fly or go to like the courthouse or something else, I just don't even bother. I just go up to one of the guys and say, I've got metal in my body. So take me where you want me to and stuff. And, and, uh, the last time I said to the guy, that's the most action I've had in 10 years. <laughs> I, I found a secret though for, uh, Australia and American airports. It's not as strong the beep, beep, beep. So I walk in with my hands on my hips and that covers it up enough because I'm pretty slim. That covers it up enough so it doesn't it doesn't always go off when I'm. So I walk in like a model with my hands on my hips, <laughs> going 
going through the gate. <laughs> if you don't, he's pretty special. If you don't mind me chiming in real quick, uh, I'm okay. six foot six, and sometimes those uh, high uh, end scanners that they have at some airports, they're I'm too tall for them, so they have to you know, maybe give me a little pat down just because I don't really fit in the machine properly for a good scan. Well, and unlike unlike me, you're a pretty good lucky you're pretty good looking young guy, and you, they might have some interest in in patting you down. It's like they, they for me they have, to, <laughs> they have to draw straws to see who's got the, the short end to see who's got to pat me down. <laughs> so, but regardless of any of that, it's it's uh, we're talking with Michelle Blood, and we've got her for the next entire hour. And I got to tell you. I've got a story that we're going to talk about at the top of the hour uh, that that is near and dear to my heart. One of the things that that I try and do with this with this show is to let everybody know what's happening in my personal life. And for instance, I had elbow surgery in November. I fell and hurt my rotator cuff on the other side. I had to have surgery on that in February, and then I fell again on my on my left elbow and have had surgery three weeks ago for that so i'm kind of armless at the moment but and and i've tried to keep everybody apprised of what's going on with me that we're real people and we have real problems and and that kind of stuff but one of the one of the things that i wanted to talk with michelle about and we're going to talk about it in the next hour quite a little bit and the affirmations that go with it is the uh um my brother who's 18 months older than me, was recently diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And so he's going through uh, the radiation and then he's going to do the chemo and that, and that sort of thing. And, and with, with Michelle and with her gifts and being able to help him, I'm looking, I'll be looking for her for guidance on how we can collectively help him feel better and to beat this thing because if you're aware of what stage four cancer is it's uh, oftentimes not very good as far as outcome goes so we're going to do that and but in, so in the meantime um and and nathan you're going to have to tell me i would like to take go out with this hour by playing some of uh, michelle's music can we do that we can i would like to i would like to start off with communication um, because that's the first thing that we need to do as a world is to learn how to friggin' communicate with each other. So with that, um, we're going to close out this hour a titch early so you can get a taste of Michelle at her finest.
My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to Positive Talk, and we work with the human animal to try and help you live the best life that you can live. So my job is to bring forth people who can help you do that, and we have someone with us today. Her name is Michelle Blood, and she is an, well, you know, Michelle, you do so much. How do you describe yourself? Uh, I describe myself as a teacher of positive thought and meditation and deep mysticism for people to have great transformation in any area of their life. And what do you say to people that go, oh, sure, that's a bunch of hogwash? Well, (laughs) do you really want to know? No. No, I mean, of course, everybody, everyone is different. Everyone uh, takes on things differently, but I'm sure everyone does agree that they that their thoughts do create their state of mind. Everyone knows that they can feel emotional or they can feel a different state of mind depending on what they're listening to, what they're reading. So everything that we have in our mind creates an emotion. At least people can understand that. And if they go into looking deeply into science, Scientists have proven with quantum physics that energy is real and that we are all vibrating energy, and that includes our thoughts. Every word that we speak has a certain vibration depending on what we believe that thought to be. So everyone has their own belief system. Even if they think their belief system is a non-belief system, it's still a belief system of a, of a type. <laughs> exactly. And, and you are someone that, that advocates positive affirmations. And well, I, I wanted to make this point is that when I first started in doing radio and it was this type of radio, it was positive talk radio back in 2003. And I would have somebody on that was talking about vibration and talking about your, your energy level and that sort of thing. And it was kind of like, I don't really get all of that, but it is now becoming a very mainstream thing when you um, – are, are you familiar with American golfers? Uh, like at the PGA Tour, what they do is they visualize. They visualize what they want to have happen before it happens. And then they uh, – that's why if you see a golfer looking at the uh, fairway and about before he's about ready to address the ball, what he's doing is he is actually creating – a higher vibration and a visualization of what he wants to have happen. And that's one of the things that they teach now. Russell Wilson is a great, uh, he's the quarterback for the Seahawks, which I know a little bit about. Um, And he is into uh, this uh, positive vibrational energy that, that can help him get to where he wants to be. And that's what you've learned over time. Isn't it, Michelle? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I was uh, healed from a near-fatal car accident through creating musical affirmations. So I know from first-hand experience, um, you know, I, I really appreciate the doctors could put me all together again and put all those pins in me. But at the same time, they said I would never be completely healed, and I am. 
And they said that that was just not possible. So I know and I've seen and experienced great healing from all over the world. But it's really interesting because people come to me and they want to be healed from, from it's either emotional pain or a physical illness or they just want to have more success in their life. And many times, Kevin, um, afterwards they just say to themselves, their doubting mind comes in and they go, oh, it's just a coincidence that we happen to do what she said to do and that I'm now healed. It's just a coincidence. So even people that have had the experience and the gift of being healed still believe, still find it very hard to get out of their doubting mind. And if I really, really want to encourage people to not listen to that voice because that voice will take you back to the vibration of when you were suffering from whatever you were suffering from and you don't want to go back there. Once you've had uh, a beautiful miracle of something good happening in your life, some healing, financial healing, physical healing or whatever it is, we must learn to be grateful. Even if you don't 100% understand what has been going on, understand that you have been gifted with the grace of the divine and accept that, appreciate it, even if you don't have that sort of faith. Now, when you talk about the divine, what exactly are you talking about? Well, energy, <laughs> the creator, the call it eternity, call it God, call it the omnipresent love. It is all love. Uh, I mean, even if somebody doesn't truly believe in God, you've got to believe in love. I mean, you can experience great experiences in this world, but if you don't have love, there is nothing. And God is love, that eternal love. It is the highest consciousness there is. It is what created, co-created us. It's what is our soul. It's what makes us breathe and live and it makes us love. Without love, we we are nothing. And you can just call God love if you want to, but it is omnipotent, it is omniscient, and it is omnipresent, and it is not judgmental. It is not some guy in the clouds with a beard. It is this energy, this omniscient energy that uh, created everything in every galaxy and every dimension that there is, and that is what creates the miracles in our life. That is what works on our thoughts, our visualisation, and manifests that in our life. That is what that is how we co-create with the divine is through visualization, through doing the affirmations, through meditation in the silence, and you will experience moments of bliss that are beyond what you could possibly understand humanly. Because you are co-creating with the divine or with God or the universe, however you choose to frame it. And uh, so it's not... There are some people that would say, well, if you don't use the term God, then you're not talking about God. You're talking about something else. That's really not the case. It's just what language you're comfortable with, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've had audiences. I've lived in Asia. I've lived in countries that are Buddhist, Catholic, Christian, uh, um, Muslim. It makes no difference. Everybody is the same, no matter what their religious cultural upbringing Everyone wants freedom and they want to feel that they're being on purpose in their life and that they're being of service. People want to make other people happy. People don't understand that most, I have not met one person on the planet yet who doesn't want exactly the same thing. They want to be happy. They want to make other people happy. They want to be successful. They want freedom. And that is coming from a very, very deep level of uh, the soul wanting to come back to its own, to be free, to come back to, you know, it's like 
the Buddhists will say, Om, home. <laughs> Everyone wants that, even if they're not consciously aware of it. And I have met so many amazing people from all over the world. I had a conversation with Richard Branson, um, who I've known for many years now, in Chicago one night, and we were talking for about two hours and it, we were having this sort of debate with fun about who he was. And I said, well, you were such a highly conscious, highly spiritual being. And he said, I don't really believe in all that. I said, yes, but at an unconscious level, you don't have to have a belief in it. You are it. You embody it. You're a philanthropist. You're so joyful. You do anything on your airplanes to make people laugh and smile because he used to get dressed up as an air stewardess and hand out champagne. He gives away so much money. He started out as a, at a very young age by uh, doing uh, the teenage suicide calls. When he was a teenager himself, he had all these people. So if anyone was upset, then he started his own record label by the time he was 17. I mean, I said, you you embody it. And I said, the reason that you love to live dangerously and go in your hot air balloons and all the different things that you've done, I said, it's because you are unconsciously wanting to be free. You're reaching it. People that want to climb the mountain, people that want to challenge themselves all the time and be of service at the same time, a very high being, so you don't have to be consciously aware of it or not. And in the end, he said, you know what, I think I'll give meditation a try and see see what I can feel within me. And it worked for him. Well, it's worked for him prior to because that's kind of his natural state. How do you, if you're, if, if, if happiness and joy, see, I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy. I I'm told that I've been a happy guy my whole life. And sometimes that's irritating to people because, <laughs> because I, I vibrate at a different level apparently. And yes. some people are like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. You positive little son of a, <laughs> so they talk, <laughs> they talk about that. How do you advocate? And I'm going to, I want to talk more about, my brother in just a second, but how do you advocate turning somebody and raise, helping them raise their vibration so they can live their life more authentically and with purpose and understanding of what they're trying to accomplish? Well, there's many, many different things that people can do. First of all, you have to make a decision and write down what you do want because everyone knows what they don't want, but not many people know what they do want. And so if they can get clear about what they do want and make a decision to transform their lives, there are so many things they can do. They have to, they definitely have to change their state of mind because that's creating their emotional state. And so if there's areas of their life that they're, they, they know that they're weak in, say, for example, they really, really want to change their career or they want to start a website or a podcast or something, but they know that they don't persist until they succeed. They can do an affirmation, I persist until I succeed. They can listen to any of the affirmation songs that I've written that will totally, even if they don't like the songs, you get that positive thought straight into your subconscious mind 300 times faster. For those who give up when they start affirmations, if you do it with the music, just listening, you don't have to sing along, just listening to the music to get that new thought into your subconscious mind, your vibration will go to a higher oscillation. So start out with kitty steps. But if you don't want to start out with kitty steps and you've really made a decision to say, oh, my God, I don't want to be a son of a bee anymore. I don't want to be a complaining, judging person. It doesn't make me feel good and it doesn't make other people feel good. I want to get energy from happiness. 
in those, I want to be one of those annoying people like Kevin McDonald that are happy all the time. I really want that. I don't want to be annoyed by their happiness. I want to be one of them. Well, then you can go even deeper and visualize what it is that you want. Use your affirmations. Start beginning, really begin in that moment. Don't wait till tomorrow because tomorrow you might not have the energy. You've got to use your willpower to start with, but then when your frequency, your vibration begins to oscillate at a faster frequency because vibration is frequency, well, then you're at the next level. Then you may, then it's like anything that we've done that we've never done before. If we do it, even if we're a little scared to do it or we don't really, we don't have a belief system about it, whatever it is, whether it's to run a four minute mile, <laughs> whatever it is that we've wanted to do, learn how to drive a car, it's scary to start with when you're a teenager and then it's just natural. Anything that we do, we raise our vibration. Anything new that we learn, we raise our vibration. Learning a new language, uh, whatever it is, learning piano, we start to activate different parts of our brain. Our vibration gets faster and we can do things. You know that you can do things now that once upon a time you couldn't do. So if you could at least say, okay, it's not impossible because other people have done it, so I know it's possible. So therefore, I'm just going to go step by step by step and uh, do something because anything can be learned step by step. I mean, these days, you go on YouTube and you can learn how to change a tire, make a souffle, <laughs> meditate. You can do anything and just experiment with different teachers or different modalities of uh, of change and then you will feel what you're resonating towards. Oh, yeah, I do. I like Michelle Blood stuff. I think I'll do her visualisation tapes or I'll, I'll – I'm saying old tapes – CDs, MP3s. <laughs> That's it. Or, or, the musical affirmations or, you know, just decide to listen to positive music, even if it's not the music I do. James Brown, I Feel Good, is a fantastic song to change your state of mind. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of which, Michelle Blood is our guest and go to michelleblood.com. And I got to tell you, she sent me after the first interview that we did together. She sent me uh, three CDs or three MP3s that uh, two of which are on my independence report. And what I've started to do in, in all uh, one is about success and the other one is about motivation. There's a third one that I'm going to put up, uh, which is about creating miracles. I do believe. And uh, you can go to my independence report and just while you're driving, do your um, um, Bluetooth and just listen to the music, listen to the words. And it, if nothing else, it makes you feel better. It makes it makes me feel better, which is just awesome. And I want to now, Michelle, I wanted to. So remember that my independence report. Go listen to her. There's a link for her uh, website as well. But go listen to those tapes or those MP3s. I'm as bad as you are. And uh, <laughs> and we and we can. And you can raise your vibration. I wanted to talk to you about people that are really sick, like my brother who's got stage four lung cancer. It is so, so hard, and he's doing the best he can, but it's so hard to keep your vibration up and to keep in a positive way when the doctors come in and they're looking at the floor when they're talking, when he's talking to them and, uh, and they're talking to him. Um, how do you how do you help someone like that who is in that particular place raise their vibration? And we are going to play "I Am Healed" uh, going out of this break in just a moment. But could you just address that for a moment, and then we're going to play your song "I Am Healed." 
Yeah, I've worked with um, people that have had um, just recently uh, one of the Mystical Experience members, her husband had stage four cancer. And so he actually didn't know what I was doing behind the scenes. I do prayers and light transmissions. and uh, But his wife was is really into the affirmation music so she just start she just said look I'm just going to play it and you're just going to listen to it as you're getting your chemo and so uh we just found out 4 weeks ago that he's clear he's completely clear so get them to listen to the affirmation music even if they don't like it make sure that they watch funny funny movies get them into uh things that are uplifting to them that they may enjoy don't let them watch anything negative or the news. Don't go into that stuff with them. Keep them away from uh, unhealthy sort of news reports and don't be feel sad or pitiful when you're with them. And don't be over the top too happy either because th- that won't make them feel good because they're not resonating with that. But just do things, I mean, get them to watch you know, uh, Robin's movie. What? What? What did it? What was that movie when he was like the doctor who put on the clown nose and everything? Oh, uh, doctor. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But uh, um, Robin Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, Robin Williams. It was uh, about a doctor. I some somebody needs to. Nathan, do you remember that one? Yeah, Patch Adams. Patch yes, Adams. That's yes. It. Thank you. Very helpful. Patch Adams. Get him to watch something. That was it, and that's a true story. Patch Adams is a real person. He's still around. And just um, do your best to see that person in your mind's eye, see them laughing, actually visualize them speaking to you saying, wow, can you believe it? We beat it. I'm healthy. See them laughing, see them running, hugging you, saying, oh, it's miraculous. Just visualize them being really, 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 really healthy. One of the things that um, is important, though, is if somebody does leave the body, because when I pray for people, if it's it might not be for their highest good to be completely healed, but you don't want them suffering. So when I send light to someone and do a prayer, I say whatever is for their highest divine good. And so they either leave the body quickly because they'll be reborn. They really will. I don't know if anyone believes that or not. But you don't want them suffering or they'll be healed very, very quickly. And it's usually the latter. That's usually what happens. They're usually healed. But a couple of times... Um, I've, I've been with, you know, last time that someone left the body, I was with them when they left the body and they left the body in such great spirits and so happy because they've been sent, I've been sending light to them and they were supposed to drag on for months and months. But this person had had it like three times in his life. So, and I hadn't met him before. But if it's, uh, all I can say is everything is possible. Everything is possible. So if it's yourself that's not healed, um, just don't get yourself worked up or afraid. Death is nothing to be frightened of anyway because it's not you You do live on, trust me. <laughs> but uh, we just don't want our loved ones to be suffering. So you do whatever you can to make their life easy and do just use all of your willpower to stay in a positive state of mind and to see them happy, see them healed, see them with no suffering. We're talking with Michelle blood she is a she works for with affirmation power that can change your life and we're going to play a song that i'm going to give to my brother i hope he'll listen to it it's called i am healed you're listening to kknw 1150 
Michelle Blood, she is an extraordinary human being, and uh, I love the, the last song that you did, Michelle. Um, and how in you? Oh, by the way, before I get into that, because I'll go and go and go. Um, if you want to talk to Michelle, if you are stuck in the mud, if you feel like you just can't get through or by or around the blockages that you have, give us a call right now. She can. She can help. Four two five. 373-5527 or 888-298-5569. She can honestly help. We don't have very much time, only 30 minutes left in the program. So if you want to get a different perspective on life, a different perspective of where you're at, now would be a great time to call. Is that is that a good enough commercial for you <laughs> to get somebody to call? <laughs> Yeah, do call in it, 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 any question at all, and uh, we, Kevin and I, are here for you. Uh, Animal World. That just reminded me. I did a I did a CD for kids, affirmation music for kids, Kevin. Oh, cool. And, we, and it's really it's called Self Esteem Songs for Kids, and it's so wonderful. What I did was I did all these in before each song that I wrote for the children, affirmation music. I um. I put on the voice of a baby animal and I talk, I talk about where the animal's from, if it's endangered, what it eats, like pandas and we've got Goldie Dove and I put all these different accents on and um, when Deepak Chopra heard it, he heard me doing the uh, panda with the, um, not, not the, the panda, the, uh, which animal was it? It was an animal from India. Oh, yeah, the Bengal tiger. And <laughs> like a little Bengal tiger, and I That's put on this accent, and he said, "Your Indian accent's better than mine." <laughs> and then, and then the, the the little baby animal, I recorded it, it it a different voice, you know, using sound effects and stuff. I had it singing along with me. So there are all of these songs for for children, you know, just for baby children, like six and under, seven or under. Oh, that's that's awesome. Now, you have spent a great deal of time traveling the world, talking with everybody uh, that that I know, like uh, Wayne Dyer, which sadly he's passed on now. But but so so many other ones. What what are the common themes that they talk to you about? Well, you know, I would be touring and I'd be speaking about affirmations and getting the audience to sing along. And we would have dinner every night in each new city when I was traveling with all these different um, motivational speakers and teachers. And everyone that was very successful 
they had their success because they had actually had the experience. They were speaking from their own heart, from their own experience, and then wishing to transmit that experience to others so that they could uplift others. So the ones that were very successful and sincere, and my favourite, of course, was Bob Proctor because he was the most sincere and he came from absolute poverty um, and had no idea how to lift himself up and Think and Grow Rich book changed his life. So he started teaching from his own experience because after two years of going through the principles of affirmations and auto-suggestion, that's why he really resonated with what I did and that's why we ended up doing many uh, books and programs together and touring worldwide. But uh, that's the one thing, that when someone speaks from their own experience and they're teaching from that, they're not just teaching from something that they've read because I've seen so many mediocre teachers who don't, you can't feel the vibration from them when they're speaking about it because they just want to, their ego wants to be a famous motivational speaker and it's not for a sincere reason of wishing to have others be uplifted and they'll never really be that successful because it is so important that people come from a place of love, of frequency, because the thing is, you know, love is the strongest force in the universe and you can travel and have infinite planes of awareness and lots of different experiences, yet if love is lacking, your life's going to remain flat. If love is lacking in your consciousness, your awareness will also be really dry and you'll be empty. But if you love enough, you can do anything. And these people that are very successful, they love, they truly love each person that comes into those big seminar rooms and they want them to be transformed. And that is the difference in any area of life. To be successful, you have to love. You've got to love your customers. You've got to love the people that you work with. You've got to come from a place of giving and gratitude. And then you will find you've got more and more things that you can accept to be grateful for. So, you know, even if you don't believe in God or divine or positive thought, everyone believes in love. (laughs) (laughs) Except my ex-wife. Never mind. I forgot. I never say stuff like that on the radio. Because the chances of her listening, well, no, she wouldn't be listening. But anyway, um, <laughs> but that so so you've you've worked with a lot of very famous people. Can you can you give us some dirt on somebody who's really famous who's kind of like a jerk? No. <laughs> <laughs> Darn! I was I was hoping I could I can, I can sucker you into that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but I mean, I've got some stories, but I'm not going to share them. <laughs> no, we'll we'll have to do that over a glass of wine uh, when I come down and have dinner with you. Yeah, yeah, that'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, by the way, we're talking with Michelle Blood. Go to michelleblood.com. And oh, uh, also, I want to talk to you about uh, the mysticism program that you have. Oh yeah, that's that's something that's wonderful. So, would you like me to talk about it now? Well, okay. While we're here. While we're here, yeah, nothing else to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've got something called the Mystical Experience. You just go to the mysticalexperience.com and we have a, a membership, a monthly membership, and we've got members from uh, 26 different countries so far, uh, doctors, dentists, lawyers, music makers, uh, gardeners, <laughs> piano teachers, 
bakers, people from all over the world. They are so wonderful because they wanted transformation in their life. Some of them came to become a member because they just simply wanted transformation in their business, some because they needed healing in their body, some because they were just lonely, some because they were truly soul-sick and wanted to find some who wanted to learn meditation. But the one thing that runs true with all of them, because most of them have stayed, I think we've only had about 10% of the people that drop out, most of them stay because they experience having light transmitted to them because I am an awakened soul, my Kundalini awakened. And so I can transmit light and pray for people. And we have irreverent fun. We have mastermind classes, anything anyone wants to talk about. Everyone is there for each other. And it's just a group of really people that have really transformed and they are so giving and loving. And it's not a cult or anything like that. It's just a success club. If you want to look at it like that, it's just for people that want to have success. They want to have healing and they want to uh, be able to then transmit that to other people and be of service to other people so they're pretty awesome people they don't always come in feeling awesome to the club that's for sure but they sure get it pretty fast once they're in it because uh the sort of soul type that is interested in transforming their life because they know they're not happy and they know that not being happy is an unnatural state it is not the natural state that we were born with we were born to be happy we were born with a beautiful heart that can love. We were born with funny jokes inside us somewhere, you know. And when people can release their old selfish doubting mind and grow into their true purpose, which is to be a happy, successful individual, to be of service to this world, well, then miracles can happen because then you begin to love. And when people are blocked and they can't love, they're not happy. Their life may even find some success. But as I said before, without love, uh, there's nothing. And you've got to have a great sense of humor and you've got to be grateful to love. I agree with that 100% because I'll tell you, um, my mission, okay, all right, I'll say it. I'll, I mean, I, it's, it's like I've got two uh, two angels, one on one side, one on the other. Say it, say it. No, don't, don't, don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't expose yourself. Well, yes, you should. No, you shouldn't. Okay, well, I will. Don't shit on yourself. Just say it, Kevin. Say it. <laughs> I, the reason that I do my independence report, the reason that I do this with Martha is and have people like you on is because I am dedicated to changing the world. As I, as I say with uh, my independence report, I'm declaring my independence from hate, division, and fear. I'm declaring that we all can love each other, that we are all one, and that we all are in this together, and we can change how our planet operates. We can change how we view it, and we can make it a much better place to be, but only if we work together. That's, that's my mission. That's what I want to do. Well, you know, you've, you have me totally in love with you. You know, you, you had you had me. I'll send you, I'll send you a picture. That'll cure that. Yeah, you, you had me at this is my mission. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it's so important that the people recognize that you can you have the ability within you to connect to the divine, to, to, to God, whatever you choose to call it, and can live your life a lot more authentically and can change other people's lives. I'll give you an example. 
The next time that you go to a grocery store, even though you're wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask, you can smile. You can smile through your eyes. You can smile by how you say hello to them. That may be the only person all day long who treats them like a human being. And that can change their vibration and can and will certainly change your vibration. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it always has been, even before the mask days, <laughs> is I, I look at you know, like this young girl that was at the checkout counter once and she was like, you know, she she really looked down and I just said, oh, God, because she's had such a pretty face. She's, I said, oh, you're so pretty. I thank you so much for, you know, doing this job for us. And she was so, you know, her, her vibration shifted immediately. And these days when I go into any store, you know, I'll crack a joke or I'll, I'll just thank them for being there so I can get food. You know, you just say, I really appreciate that you're here and you're, and you're you know, because they're there for us. And so when we appreciate other people and we're grateful and you crack a joke and, you know, <laughs> and just have them laughing, it's really just a, a wonderful thing because they are being of service to us by going to work and, I think everybody in the world, if you ever see anyone suffering, it's like if you see, I can't believe people in grocery stores, there's someone with like um, just one or two packages that are behind you and you've got like two huge things of groceries, let them go before you. If you see someone doesn't have enough money because they just may not have brought enough with them to the grocery store like a young mother, you know, and they're behind you, you just say, um, you just hand the cashier some money and just say, you know, but don't tell them, but pay for them. Just tell them that they're the hundredth visitor and it's free for them. There's so many things that we can do anonymously to uplift others so that they're not feeling down. I mean, I remember once many, many years ago with our rock band, uh, we weren't making that much money and uh, I was getting groceries for, for, for everyone and I didn't have enough money for them. And the man um, behind me paid for my groceries. I will never forget that man. And we really needed that food. And I was so, so grateful. And he just said, no, nah, don't, no, don't think, don't think about it. Don't worry about it. That's just my, my pleasure to do that for you. And if we can do things and be aware of people around us, you will feel uplifted every day. If you can be, get out of feeling self pity and do what you can make it your mission that every day you're going to uplift at least one person whatever it is, send them, you know, I've got this great, great video that my father just sent me of all these different animals that were together that are, you know, like a cat hugging a, a lizard, you know, they were friends. <laughs> I mean, just uh, I'll send it to you, Kevin. It was, it's just so cute. I'm going to send it to all the mystical experience. Do things that uplift people, that will make them smile, that will open their hearts, make them laugh and open their hearts. And there's so many great animal videos that you can do that with because animals make us smile because they come from a place of love. You know, I, I have to tell you, and the reason that, that I am following my heart for this is really, really pretty simple. I've been driving a, a city bus for the last 11 years uh, prior to the COVID, and uh, I'm not doing it right now. But my mission and what I tried to do with every person who came on my bus. I don't know if you take the city bus much, but uh, they, they have one of the hardest jobs in the world because they're in the public eye all the time. And a lot of times uh, they meet people that are operating at a lower vibration. And there are two things I want to stress here. One is when I'm on my game and I'm happy, 
my bus is happy. The people on it are happier. And I made it a, a point to say hello to every person who got on my bus. Everyone. I would get maybe 15 to 20 percent return. Like I would say, hey, how you doing today? And uh, I only one person in 11 years when I go, hey, how you doing today? He said, are you from Chicago? That's only one guy in 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 out of hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, our vibrational level is too low. We need to raise it as a, as a society, raise it as a group, and we can change the world. Literally, do you believe that? I believe that you have wings. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you are the most gorgeous angel. What a beautiful bus driver. It's like you meet these people that don't even realize that they're really angels and you know you're an angel. And I agree with every word you just said. And I think you're awesome. <laughs> well, I was fishing for that compliment. So I thank you very much. For that. <laughs> hey, listen, by the way, we're talking with Michelle Blood. Go to her website, which is michelleblood.com. I truly, truly, truly hope that you have uh, spent the entire time with us. Hi, Karen. The entire time with us today because we've had, I believe, to be an incredible show. John Edward was on in the first part. He's a famous psychic medium, does some incredible readings, and talks a great deal about energy and how to protect yourself and raising your vibration and doing all of those things. And then we've spent the last hour and a half with Michelle Blood, who is an extraordinary human being, and she teaches people how to raise their vibration, live life better and more authentically and to really get what you want following the the uh, um the principles of the secret and other things she has uh spent a lot of time in the or in, in the uh, uh in asia and has uh worked with some of the greatest people on the planet as far as their spiritual nature how how what's it like for you michelle just just to get up every day my life, I, I, I can't say anything except that it's just I live in the moment and my life is just filled with peace and joy. There's no fear and everyone can have that experience. It's just tons of laughter, lots of lots of work, but I don't look at it as work. I, I love every moment of my life. I love everything that we're doing. And whenever I can, you know, meet up with people and whether we're doing a lot of Zoom things now, it's just a life of purpose and I get to meet and wonderful people like you because we're resonating together on that frequency of love and also of gratitude in our life. And it's so important when we found something that has assisted us that we pass that message along because you know from your own experience that it's possible <laughs> to live just an extraordinary life. Even if life tends to throw curveballs at you from time to time, and it's not always a, a bed of, uh, of cherries and, and with ice cream on top, although that sounds kind of good, um, but there are times <laughs> when, when you, you can rise above the negativity that surrounds us to live your life better, even when you have got problems. As an example, I've had three pretty major surgeries in six months. Um, but that doesn't change who I am. 
I still want to make people happy. I still want people to live their lives to the fullest. And even when I go in and talk to the doctors and they're going like, man, you had a really rough stretch. And it's like, no, I haven't. I've gotten to do what I want to do. And uh, I'm able to do it well because I feel I can I can do it well. And and I just I just love that. And that's why it's so important for me to pe- meet people like you and to promote people like you, because I think we can all do it. If we choose to, we can all do it if we chose. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Everyone can rise above anything. I've seen, you know, it's really interesting because as long as we don't come from a place of not feeling worthy or being judgmental or blaming other people for the challenges that happen to us, if we can take responsibility, you can see that there is a gift as my car accident was a gift. Who would have thought that something so horrific could be the gift and the purpose that changes your life. So if people can be mindful and aware and grateful no matter what's going on and understand that that could be the thing that will shift you into the fork in the road that you're supposed to go on so that you can, you know, have that mist rise and you'll be able to have that veil be totally obliterate, obliterated so that you can begin to actually see life, feel life throbbing through you that vibration of life this life is such a gift and it is you you are life itself everything that you see and feel is life so don't mask excuse the pun your life um, with doing things that are not for your highest good that are going to bring your, your vibration up do something every day that's going to uplift someone else and that heals you it's love Just love and love and love some more. And doing things for other people anonymously because it's sort of like The Magnificent Obsession is a wonderful book about this man who kept giving and giving and giving during World War II and saying, oh, you don't have to worry about your rent until your husband comes back from the war. And he said, the only thing I ask for is never pay it back and never tell anybody that I gave it to you because he said, I've already received the gift through giving. That's awesome. That is just awesome. I, I, while we were sitting here talking, I was reminded of, of, of something that just happened the uh, day before yesterday. I was uh, in my car going into a parking lot and uh, a guy started to back out in front of me. I tapped the horn to let him know I was there so that he would not uh, run into me. And, uh, and so I went into my parking s- stall and uh, he stopped and he rolled down his window and he gave me the one finger salute. And it was like, and so I had to laugh. Because uh, <laughs> that was my choice. I had the choice. I could either get mad back and I could give him the one finger salute. Or I could say, I'm sorry that you're having a crappy day. I hope it gets better for you. And that was my mindset. We can all do that. Yeah, I'm a bit of a Patch Adams talking about Robin Williams. I always have a clown nose in the car. So that um, I do. So if I see people cranky in traffic when I've got to drive to LA, I I just have, I keep the clown nose on and I just make sure that I get their awareness to look at me. And even if if I'm in a post office and there's a lot of people that are uh, frowning and they're like tapping their foot, I put the clown nose on, I have it in my bag. And I say to people, if you're afraid to do an interview 
over the phone for a job or if you have to speak to a relative that you don't get along with, if you put a clown nose on and look in the mirror while you're speaking to them, the vibration of you laughing inside, laughing at yourself, they will feel it and that will uplift them. That will make everybody's life just a little bit better. And a lot of times people can sense that. It's, it's, the, the, famous, the famous thing is if you walk into a room and uh, you feel a real negative vibration, that's because there's a lot of people that aren't getting along in the room or something's going on. Um, and so it's best to just get out of those situations and go find a place where you can be happy with people that are equally as happy that operate at the same vibrational level so that you can raise yours and everybody's happier. I just want everybody to feel happy. Yes, absolutely. And, and anyone who, who who's doubting Thomas about energy, you know, you can feel when someone's you know, you can say to your wife or your husband, you can feel when they're mad or whatever's going on. You say, is everything all right? And they're like, yes, everything's all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got that feeling quite a bit from somebody that I know. You know I, used to, I used to live with her, as a matter of fact. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but we everyone, everyone can feel energy. We operated at two different vibrational levels. And because of that, it would just never was going to work long term. It took me until I was 50 to figure that out. But it uh, but now I'm 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 tons happier than I ever was. And I'm hopeful that she is happy as well with where she's at and can raise her vibration and to be to become a happier human being. Yeah. When you don't resonate with someone, it's just a waste of time, waste of life force to stay with them. Absolutely. By the way, Michelle, we're going to have to wrap this up. But is there anything that you would like to say in closing with our audience? Yeah, I would like to give them um, my new book as a as a gift for free, uh, if that's OK. Oh, please. <laughs> free is a good price. <laughs> I think so. If they go to michelleblood.com, it's one L M-I-C-H-E-L-E blood, B-L-O-O-D.com forward slash positive talk. Not only will you be gifted with my uh, new book, Create Miracles, you will also affirmate, I'm sorry, the magic of affirmation power. You will also receive links to a uh, magnetic creative visualization program, lots of my affirmation songs, the most famous songs that are really, really have helped people, millions of people all over the world. And just enjoy that and know that everything is possible for you. Everything. You are not alone. And I just know that you are loved even if you don't realize it, how do, how do you become loved by loving other people? We've been talking with Michelle Blood. Go. I had forgotten about that. Thank you so much on behalf of my audience that you're going to, uh, if you go to michelleblood.com and you can uh, uh, get the, uh, the ebook and, 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 you can take your life and do something special. I, unfortunately, doggone it, we got to go, but we're going to close out the show with a song uh, that Michelle wrote again and sings. It's called I Am Love. You take care, everybody. Oh, there we are. There it is. <laughs>
Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.